You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Cashman, and this is our latest look at the Kansas City Royals. We are going to preview spring training and bring in Jeffrey Flanagan, and spring training begins next week in Surprise, Arizona for the Kansas City Royals. And, Jeffrey, start with difference makers, basically. We're looking at what's the difference between the 2017 Royals and the 2016 Royals. Uh, it obviously has, has been an off season in which there's been some subtracting, some addition. Uh, yeah. What do you think is different about this club as we look ahead here? Well, there's been kind of a growing narrative, and I think you and I have spoken about this the last couple of times too, that the Royals are you know, changing philosophies to become more of a power team and you know, they got rid of uh, Gerard Dyson, their speedy outfielder, and, uh, you know, they, they picked up Jorge Soler, a power hitter, Brandon Moss, a power hitter. But the truth is that they still are built on speed and defense, and Dayton uh, Moore has pointed that out more than more than once. You know, they still have Lorenzo Cain and Paulo Orlando and Billy Burns and Terrence Gore and Whit Merrifield, and, you know, Hosmer can run. So they're, they're still based on that. Uh, they do hope to hit a little bit more power. Uh, last year, Salvador Perez set a you know Royals record for home runs. Haas hit a career high. Moose would have probably got a career high had he not been hurt. Um, they looked for Alex Gordon after the broken wrist last year to bounce back, and he might have a career high. So I, I think they're looking for a little bit more long ball, but they're still going to be a team based on speed and defense. And uh, I think the major changes you're going to see, obviously, are in the rotation. Eddie Volquez has gone to free agency. Of course, we all know about the tragic death of, of Jordano Ventura. The bullpen is going to be dramatically different from what what we've seen over the last few years. You know, you don't have uh, Wade Davis or Greg Holland or, or Luke Hochiver or you know, Ryan Madsen from a couple of years ago. And, um, you know, you, you basically got Kelvin Herrera left from that, that great shutdown bullpen. Um, and that's probably the one area that that's probably going to be the biggest difference. They're going to uh, have to rely on some internal solutions. You know, Matt Strom, if he's not in the rotation, a kid named Josh Tamont, uh, they need Joaquin Story to bounce back. I think probably the biggest difference right there, right in the bullpen. You know, one of the great things about spring training is sometimes guys step up unexpectedly. Whit Merrifield was a nice, pleasant surprise for the Royals last year in camp. Who might surprise this year? I would say, you know, the kid I just mentioned, Josh DeMont, would be one. I mean, they've talked so much about him in the offseason. He had a, a breakthrough year at AA last year. Uh, always had the big arm, you know, 101, 102 miles an hour, and you know, but just couldn't find the strike zone. And last year in the second half, it just clicked for him, and um, you know they're not a, they're not a team that's afraid to throw a young guy in the bullpen. They did that with Matt Strom last year and have done it in years past. Even you go back as far as Greg Holland and, and Herrera, those guys came up pretty young. And that's the kid that I think we're going to look at the most this spring. Jeff, if you had to pick one guy in this roster, we know there's there's several pending free agents, and, and I, I think there's several candidates there among those pending free agents. But uh, who is the star of the Royals at this point? And, uh, and and what is that person's situation going into camp? <laughs> well, that that's the big debate. You know, uh, it, I've talked to several people about that. Is it going to is it Danny Duffy who's emerging as one of the top left-handers in the game, or is it Eric Hosmer? You know, who's a, who's a guy who's got it all. You know, he's uh, you know tall, good-looking. Uh, you know, could be you know making millions and millions of dollars on, in, in marketing somewhere else. Uh, has all the talent in the world. Uh, but really suffered a, a, a horrible slump in the second half last year and still ended up with career highs and with home runs with 25 and RBIs, I think 104 or whatever it was. And uh, I still think he is the star potential on this team. And um, he needs to bounce back and have a full season. 
uh, of really crushing the ball. Um, he's going to be a free agent uh, after this year if they don't sign him to a long-term deal during the season. So that that's the big question mark is, you know, what happens to guys like him and Moose and Lorenzo Cain and Escobar and you go down the list. But uh, I, I think he is the star. He is the potential difference maker. You know, we've talked all winter about the Royals uh, – kind of being uh, reloading and at the same time trying to contend, which is a difficult trick to pull off. When you think about the vision for this club, uh, kind of the big picture plan, you know, for this spring training and for this season, how do you put that into word? Well, I I think because they're a small market team, the roster is always going to be fluctuating. It's always going to be fluid. Uh, There's going to be guys coming and going. And then there's been a lot made of, you know, have the Royals changed their philosophy, but really it's, it's, you know, when Dayton started building his team all the way back to 2006, the first thing he had in mind was how do you defend Kauffman Stadium, one of the biggest parks in baseball, and you do it with speed and defense. And, yeah, they've added some power with Soler and, and Brandon Moss, but there's still a team that at its core is built on speed and defense. You know, they've still got Lorenzo Cain and Paul Orlando and Whit Merrifield and, you know, backup outfields Billy Burns and, and Terrence Gore. So, there's plenty of speed still left on this team. I think that's still at its core. But, you know, Dayton's mentioned several times this offseason that, you know, he wants a team that hits more home runs. He's tired of trying to hang on to one-run leads uh, late in the game, which they've done for the last three years. He would like to have a three- or four-run lead. So that bullpen, which is going to be a lot different this year, has a little bit more cushion. So I think, you know, big picture-wise, I think you're going to probably see some more home runs out of this team than you've seen in recent years when they've always been last in the league in home runs. It still may be the last, but the, I think you're going to see a little bit more pop. Well, the Royals will be fascinating because, you know, we know, especially with the CBA changes, it, it changes the value of, of holding on to your pending free agents through the season, you know, as far as uh, extending qualifying offers and recouping draft picks should they leave and that sort of thing. So, the you know, the, the trade deadline could be interesting for this club just with so many pending free agents if they're not in contention. But obviously, they, they aim to be in contention. If you – could put into words, what would the perfect season look like for the Kansas City Royals in 2017? Well, first of all, like you mentioned, the trade deadline, they're going to have to be in contention uh, at the trade deadline, or there's going to be a great temptation to, you know, start, you know, trading some of those guys that are going to be free agents after 2017. I'm talking Mike Moustakis and Hosmer, Lorenzo Cain, Escobar. You just go down the list. Uh, You know, Dayton's never been a guy the last four years who's anxious to to break up the team. So I think that's going to be the most curious part of the season. And and if it holds true, if they're still in contention for a wild-card spot or anything, uh, the perfect season is they take off again in the second half like they did in in 14 and 15, you know, storm into the playoffs and and make one last gallant run with this this core group that, uh, you know, we talk a lot about the window closing, and it probably will close to a degree – uh, after 17, but they fully believe that they can make one final run uh, toward another championship. Jeffrey, who are the guys who, you know, who the, the fate of this club is directly tied to the performance of X? Who are the guys who answer that question? Well, I think you, you have to have bounce-back years from Alex Gordon, uh, and I think the wrist uh, bothered him a lot more last year than he let on. Uh, you've got to have a bounce-back year from Joaquin Soria, who – you know, with times wasn't bad, and Royals fans won't want to hear that, but he was okay at times, but but just awful at other times. Uh, Chris Young, right in the same group, he has to bounce back, especially now with, with the absence of Jordano Ventura and, and Volquez. Uh, he needs to step up and be a factor in the rotation. Um, they certainly could use Whit Merrifield stepping up and being an everyday guy at second base with his speed and his ability to do a lot of things offensively. 
Um, you know, there's the, you can go around the list, you know, Hosmer, you know, can Moose bounce back from his ACL surgery? Uh, there's a lot of question marks, but all those guys are going to have to step up if this team's going to compete. Uh, last thing, Jeffrey, you mentioned the, the tragic passing of your Dono Ventura. I'd have to imagine for the Royals uh, there'll be a, a special meaning to just congregating and that, that report date in, in Surprise, Arizona. It, it's probably going to have great value to this club just to be together. Yeah, it sure will. And uh, we saw a little bit of it at FanFest, uh, you know, a little while ago. Uh, we had about, I think, 20 or 22 guys were there. You know, at spring training, of course, you get all 40 plus, you know, a lot of other guys too. And it's going to help, I think. Uh, we've seen some signs of healing already, uh, but it's going to really help for all of them to be in spring training. You know, it's obviously a very – it's a time of optimism. Um, you know, they've, they've talked a lot about uh, healing uh, and remembering. Just don't forget about uh, – uh, Giordano, and I don't think they ever will. There'll be a patch uh, with number 30 on all their uniforms this year, and you know there'll be a lot more tributes to come. But uh, you know there's definitely uh, a need for healing here, and we'll we'll start to see that in spring training. All right, there you have it. The latest from Jeffrey Flanagan. We'll continue to check in with him throughout spring training this year, and all throughout the 2017 season. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. It's been MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.